Welcome to your favorite F word podcast, where we dive deep into conversations around food, fitness, feelings, with the occasional fuck thrown in. We're your hosts, Sarah and Nicola, owners of Paradigm Nutrition and Performance, nutrition coaches, besties, and most importantly, humans. This show is for coaches, self-growth-oriented folks, active humans, or anyone looking to deepen their understanding and relationship with food, movement, and themselves. Thanks for tuning in, and we cannot wait to share this space with you. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 16 of the Non-Negotiables podcast, is what I almost (laughs) just read, (laughs) of the Your Favorite F-Word podcast. Sarah and Nicola here coming in this week with a knock on wood short episode (laughs) um, on a little strategy that we use ourselves and with a lot of our clients. Um, so last week we talked about balance and this idea of structure versus freedom and kind of finding that middle ground. And so this week we want to talk about something that we love to use to help us stay grounded. Um, especially when life feels crazy, which let's be honest is pretty much 24 seven lately. It feels like, Yep. (laughs) yep, yep. Um, so this episode is going to be really helpful for anyone who feels like they have an all or nothing mindset or is constantly like on the wagon or off the wagon, even though we don't love those terms when it comes to your nutrition or fitness. Sorry, I'm just really trying to hold in the sneeze right now. Oh, um, we're kind of light. No, it's okay. We're, go- we're going, we're you, you got it. Yeah. Nice. So ignore me for a moment. Um, <gasps> What we'll talk about today then is this idea of creating minimums or what we like to call them non-negotiables for ourselves in these periods of crisis or just day-to-day to to help us again feel grounded and move forward. Sure. So when we talk about non-negotiables or minimums, really the main goal behind creating these for ourselves is to provide a small amount of structure Okay, and continue to build integrity and confidence in the shit that we're doing for ourselves when life gets crazy. Or like Nicholas said, these are great to have just like on a day-to-day basis as well. And like by life gets crazy, I think what we're talking about too is just like not having the capacity for all the things you would normally do. For sure. 100%. That's when you're extra stressed, when you're extra busy or like have one of those weeks what can you still do to make progress and feel like you have the momentum moving forward without trying to like do it all and ending mm-hmm. up like resenting what you're doing or feeling burnt out? For sure. So when we look at a non-negotiable, I mean, non-negotiable itself, it means that it's not open to discussion or modification, which means that the non-negotiables that we're setting for ourselves are going to take a top priority, okay? Which also means that they need to be achievable enough, or I guess we could call it quote unquote, small enough Mm -hmm. that we feel confident in our abilities to carry them out. Even when our capacity is low. Yes, they are minimums. They are the minimum required effort that will still make you feel like you're making progress, even when you cannot do it all. Mm -hmm. So should we give some examples? Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, So if you are someone who was tracking macros, 
And for whatever reason, that process felt like it was too much for you to take on someday or some week. Something you could try to do is aim for protein and vegetables at every single meal. So maybe you're not tracking it exactly, but you know there's a solid protein source and you know you've got some veggies with every single meal. Mm -hmm. If that feels like too much, maybe it looks like I'm feeding myself one full meal per day. You know, I know a lot of nurses right now who are, we won't even get into that, but for some of them, thinking of eating three full meals a day seems completely overwhelming. So maybe it looks like I'm going to focus on my non-negotiable is that I get one meal per day that has a full serving of proteins and vegetables, carbs, and fats in it, you know, something around some sort of meal focused or nutrition focused, um, thing is a great Mm -hmm. non-negotiable. Um, we can look at movement. Yeah, for sure. If you're looking at me now, <laughs> if there, if you were someone who was like, say, working out five times a week, and again, you've got one of those super busy weeks and can't make it to the gym for full five sessions, you could do something like, okay, well, I'm going to work, um, do some sort of movement for at least 10 minutes every single day. 10 minutes is a lot less time than 60 minutes plus like driving. So that could look like a walk. It could look like some stretching or some yoga at home a little run, anything like that. Or maybe you simply decrease your trips to the gym instead of trying to go for five. You say, well, for this week, I'm going at least two times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The frequency of the session or the number of times per week can both be looked at when we're looking at kind of a non-negotiable there. And again, trying to think of like, okay, on the busiest week, what is doable, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Um, and maybe that, that means like? switching up the type of movement too. For sure. Um, sleep is always a good one. Okay. Because when we are sleep deprived, that's going to have a lot of negative downstream effects. So trying to prioritize a certain amount of sleep per night. So saying I'm going to get at least seven hours in bed, you know, or maybe that looks like I'm going to go to bed by this time or something like that, something to support sleep. Um, can generally be helpful because that's going to have, if we're sleeping more, we're probably going to have a little bit more capacity for some of those other things that maybe aren't necessarily a, um, as much of a focus for us. Mm-hmm. So that's always a good one. For whatever reason, I was just thinking, I'm going to drink at least three cups of coffee to make up for my <laughs> lack of sleep. <laughs> that's, uh, I'm joking. If you yeah. tell, please do not set a minimum for your coffee you I can, can think max of for your coffee but please yeah. hold a minimum I can think of a few of our clients that are like Nicholas said three cups of coffee yeah, yeah Jen don't listen to this yeah. episode um but yeah keep going on this one because this is a good one for you what the coffee no the water oh our next our next non-negotiable was chugging a glass of water first thing in the morning Sarah guilts me into this all the time. I'm notoriously bad for drinking water. Mm-hmm. So again, if you, this doesn't even have to make sense in terms of like a previous water goal, but just something that is helpful or beneficial to you and your health is drinking water. And so if you can put it right at the beginning of the day and get in one glass, anything after that is a bonus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Or maybe you're looking at setting a minimum water goal per day or something Mm -hmm. like like that. You know, there's so much flexibility in these. It's really about taking a look at, okay, number one, what's going to be the most doable, the most manageable. And then also what's going to have like the most domino effect on everything else. Right. So for me, sleep is one of those. For me, if I'm getting enough sleep, I have a lot more capacity for making healthy food choices for getting some movement in, et cetera. Right. Um, for other people getting to the gym and getting out of the house might actually have way more of a domino effect than doing a workout at home, whether it's because you have kids at home or, you know, that's like your, your hour for you. So maybe that's more of a priority for you is getting three times a weekend versus something at home daily or something like that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, you like at? you don't have to use the examples we give they could sure. exist even like outside simply looking at fitness and nutrition stuff it could be more lifestyle based it's think about the goal that you're pursuing right now and thinking about all of the things you currently do in your full capacity to get you there and now how can you what's the minimum of minimum of those things that you can still do that you know you are 100% confident in carrying out mm-hmm. so minimums should not be things that at the end of the week you're going to be like fuck I didn't do them the purpose of these is to still build that confidence and momentum because you're holding yourself to the integrity Mm -hmm. of doing the things you said you were going to do yeah Um, and so these need to be easy Um, if you have picked something and you're like well I think I'll be able to do that think even smaller you want to know with absolute certainty that you can do them so oftentimes when we're working through these with clients I think if you think you can do them and you're like pretty confident, is there even a lesser version of that that you could do? Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we can get into our heads and it's like, well, if I'm not doing all of it, if I'm not doing everything, I'm not doing enough. Um, And we can start to be like, well, am I just letting myself off the hook? Am I going too easy on myself? And like, yeah, maybe to some extent you are going easier on yourself, but it's for a purpose. Mm-hmm. And long term, it's going to help you prevent, like, get out of that burnout. It's going to help um, prevent any resentment you might feel towards these things. And it's the small little things that are the most helpful. When we do those small things and they're compounded over time, that's what elicits the change. It's not the big sweeping measures that you do once in a while. For sure. There's that quote that like all or nothing rarely results in all. It usually results in nothing. And that is what we're trying to prevent with non-negotiables, right? Because like Nicholas said, if we are setting the bar way too high and getting to the end of the week and being like, fuck, I only checked off two of my 30 things, then the next week we're going to be like, what's the point? Or we're going to like cling even harder to those 30 things and put a lot of stress and pressure on ourselves to get them all done. Yeah. Which that in itself, that extra stress and pressure is not helpful in any which way. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the bonuses I like to look at when we set non-negotiables is that if we have things that we can do, especially if we're doing them early in the day, as soon as we check that box, we are like, wow, okay, I did it. And it almost (gasps) creates more opportunity for you to continue doing stuff because you're like wow I already showed myself that I can do it and everything else is a bonus and so by the end of the night you might have done your non-negotiables and a bunch of other things for yourself because you created that capacity by doing things for yourself earlier on in the day 
um, or just by doing them in general um, and building the momentum from the good vibes that you get by mm-hmm. holding yourself accountable. Yeah. I just thought of this analogy, kind of, you explained this on one of our shift calls, but you were talking about the push-ups. Oh yeah. And I was thinking about this idea of like the building momentum in terms of like, if you do CrossFit or any type of workout and you've ever gone out too hot, <laughs> you know, it's a similar thing, right? So say you have a hundred pushups in a workout and you're not great at pushups like me. Well, yeah, I could probably do 30 unbroken to start, you know, but I'm going to burn out after that and I'm going to be way slower. Whereas if I start breaking them up into sets, like smaller sets right off the bat, I'm going to be able to sustain that for a lot longer. Yeah. We're thinking smarter, not harder. here. Yes. Yes, exactly. Smarter, not harder. Frick. That's a good, it's a good tagline for really all the stuffs that we do, all the stuffs that we do. Um, but yeah, so don't go out hot. There Pull back is. a little bit. Don't go out hot. <laughs> Not everyone's going to be able to relate to that, but if you know, you know. Yes, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> so our little homework for you is to take this episode and go define some non-negotiables for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great way to build some habits. Those non-negotiables can turn into beautiful long-term habits for you down the road. Yeah. Do we have a fuck yes and fuck no? Um, Fuck yes is that a few months ago, I started an avocado plant from the pit, like from the seed. You buried it? Is that what you do? No. So like most videos show you to like balance the pit with toothpicks in it over a glass of water. Right. I've done that several times in the past to no avail. Like it just, it doesn't work. Yeah. But I found another like how-to video that shows you like you moisten a paper towel and put it around the pit put it in a plastic bag and then you put it in like a dark cabinet for like four weeks so you check on it replace paper towel mine took six weeks in the dark until the the seed pit thing starts to crack open and a little root comes out and then you trim the root and then you put it back and let it go again and when the root's long enough then you plant it and the little seed thing starts to perk out and mine is doing so well. Wow. It's very exciting. I feel very proud. And I also have like a fully grown avocado plant that my mom started and they're both just thriving and it makes me very happy. So that's my fuck yes. That's amazing. Being a a really successful plant mom to two plants. (laughs) You have lots of plants though. Uh, Yeah, but not all of them are like like, thriving. Yes. That, do you follow Haley Johnson? Yeah. So I feel like you guys would bond over this because she keeps, she like her tomatoes did the tomatoes and the peppers. And didn't she do yeah. sweet potatoes too? Uh, I think so. She had like this whole thing. garden. Yeah. Yeah. It was so funny. It's very exciting. Um, Although mine will never actually make avocados. It's just a plant. It's just a plant. It's just a plant. But, yeah. That's but it's okay. They're really pretty. Yeah. Nice. Um, okay. So I need a fuck no. Yeah. Oh, isn't it nice when we can't immediately think of the fuck no? Love I feel that. Like too too yeah. often we're like fuck this, fuck this. <laughs> a fuck no is when all you can think of is fuck no's. <laughs> yeah, so true. Wow. There's been Super some of deep. Those. I had a I had a little like breakdown the night. You know, 
this is a, I mean, maybe this is a fuck yes to you, but like when you're super emotional and then you wake up the next day and you get your period and you're like, <laughs> oh, okay, this is but I had a little breakdown and I literally, I think my exact words to Brad were like, babe, do you ever just like, think like, what's the point? <laughs> literally every <day. laughs> Like, yeah. I was like, oh my God. Um, but yeah, we good now. It's all good. <laughs> so that wasn't a specific fuck no, but well, that's ahead. all we got for today. That's good. Cool. Okay. So everyone's going to go define some non-negotiables for yourselves. And if you don't already, you're also going to go follow us on the gram at Sarah Cod Fit, at Nicola Spencer and at Paradigm Nutrition underscore. And we then many posts on non-negotiables. Yes, FYI. we do. We do. I, I should make another secret. one. I don't know. It's a secret. But it's not. Both our <laughs> profiles are open for the public. To right. <laughs> Just go check it out. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. We don't know what we're going to come in with you next week. So well, it's not a list of things we've promised to make future podcasts about. Right. So hopefully it's one of those things. <laughs> Yeah, we'll probably think of something completely random. Most definitely. Anyways, thank you all for being here, and we'll see you next week. I chose the flippy flip. Bye. Bye.